0: <laughs> Welcome back to Sam Maggie Higley.
1: Uh, and this week we are he- hero alter egos. What is yours?
0: Uh, I'm Negastud.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, like, are you all gray? Are your eyes red?
0: Yeah, I I defy masculinity, um, and Ooh, it's oh, I love it. Toxic nature because it's gross.
1: Yeah, um, I am slime monster. I, oh, sp- I spit phlegm, radio acid <laughs> phlegm.
0: Well, and yeah, I mean, you're gonna dry out there soon which is unfortunate mm-hmm. being a slime monster and all. but
1: yeah, um, I had to turn off my dehumidifier so that we could record the podcast just say, and uh, Sam is sort of making fun of me for that right now. It... but um...
0: just just check it's a humidifier, right? It's yeah. not it's not making the air less humid.
1: No, it is making the air more humid. Gotcha. Did, I, did I say D yeah. humidifier? Sorry, you know that's like what normal people have in their houses. You <laughs> well, <know?
0: laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's true. We we both live in like deserty areas, so like it's true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This is Sam. May hate glee because you know we hate it. Um, as we Maggie, hate
1: it, and yeah. uh, I'm gonna sacrifice my mucous membranes for at least the hour and a half that we record this podcast.
0: And we all uh, appreciate it. We thank you. for yeah, your sacrifice. I mean.
1: You're fucking welcome, I guess. I'll try not to (laughs) spew acid phlegm on all of you. Uh, And we watched an episode of Glee this week. It was called Dynamic Duets. We watch Glee here because we want to dissect it as a family. And um, this episode's pretty good. Uh, i liked it so yeah let's hear the stats
0: yeah well just as maggie alluded to this is the quote superhero episode so it's gonna be real fun to jump, jump into but it originally aired on november
1: actually i'm gonna have to ask you to call me slime monster
0: sorry <laughs> slime monster alluded to anyway uh this originally aired on november 20 20- or 22nd 2012 Ooh tongue twisters um, with 4.62 million viewers which is down from last week's 5.22 million and feels like a very low number for glee
1: down again yeah. they're just they're just on their way out aren't they
0: well the thing is I think people saw that this one was superheroes and this is 2012 so this is like the start of superhero fatigue so isn't
1: it really more of like I'm <laughs> In some ways, it was kind of the height of superheroes because Avengers came out within that year, right?
0: Yeah, they referenced Avengers in this episode, but I and feel a Bane like
1: Bane reference as well.
0: Yes, well, <laughs> we got of. we got a Dark Knight Rises reference last week, so that makes sense. We but... did.
1: It's just, uh, and yeah. this episode is written and directed by Ian Brennan.
0: Okay. Which is why
1: the cinematography is so garbage, probably. Well,
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: to... it's I, it's really not that bad. There's just a lot of daring choices made.
0: Yeah, I, I let's cla- let's talk about that first, real quick, because there's a lot of like, what I want to. It's it's obvious that they made this quote the superhero episode because there's a lot of transitions and sounds like filler interstitials uh, and stuff that are like yeah they're based on like Batman and Robin like cartoon-esque terrible superhero shit which is
1: okay but like the Batman and Robin show is iconic
0: yeah but it's not good you know <laughs> like...
1: well it's not supposed to be and like right. this episode of Glee isn't supposed to be like modern art like they're
0: <laughs> Well, and there's, the best part is, and we'll get, I'll I'll mention them when we get there, but we have transitions where it goes like, quote, it it like looks like a comic book, like the art style, and then zooms out and zooms into another panel.
1: Yes, because we zoom out to see like a full panel of like a Glee scene, which... um... Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of all about this. Yes, it's, <laughs> Cause it's great. That's a big problem with Glee, right? Is when they do a bit, they don't do it all the way. But this episode, they did it. Yes, all the way.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, yes.
1: However. The recap is normal, which I found upsetting. Like I wish it had been like. Meanwhile, at McKinley High School. Oh, that would have you know? been so
0: good. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, like you're saying, we get a regular recap. Um, they talk about Phil, they talk about Sectionals, they talk about Klain, and they talk about the weird quadrangle. They also
1: Charlie. What's their, what's their, like, whole situation called? I have no Jake, idea. Jake, Marley, Ryder, Kitty.
0: I have no idea. I, I just called it the quadrangle because it's four people. The kids. The kids, the, the, yeah. The babies. Um, the <laughs> Glee babies. The only note I had is that, like, they talk about how Kitty is, like ma- like, trying to make Marley self-conscious about her weight. And it just feels kind of glib. And that's not the yeah. first time this episode. And it's not good.
1: It's extremely glib. And they also like reference in the recap, like the quote is like, Marley is super skinny and super beautiful, but she believes what Kitty says about her or something like that. And it's like, hey, can you just not? Like, it's that um, boiling down of the plot should have told them that they just shouldn't do it, right? Like, right.
0: No, see, that's, and that's part of the problem. Like, we're going to have to talk, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to have to talk about Kitty a lot this episode. And one of the Mm -hmm. things that I have realized is that, I, if, if Kitty had been introduced better, like, mm-hmm. like this, the episode, this episode's Kitty is very different from earlier Kitty and we're going to get into it. I, I can't, I can't keep alluding like this. We just have to go in because it's time. Yeah.
1: So we start the episode, um, in a, like a random classroom in McKinley. It's a club meeting for the brand new, brand newly formed, we are to believe superheroes club. Uh, and it starts off with a roll call. However, only half of the room sounds off. Well,
0: Maggie, it's if the, that it's the third, it's the it's the people that we actually care about. Because
1: yeah, we, we
0: know. I mean, there's yeah. like a
1: kid dressed as like modern like Hermes with like yes, um, yes. he's got like rollerblades.
0: <laughs> and... <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, it's it's so campy. Is one of the things about this? I like, love it. It's so good. So Blaine is the leader here. Sorry, Nightbird. Is the leader here?
1: Nightbird, um. which is obviously Nightwing. Like the <laughs> well, the fucking costume is Nightwing's costume. Also, like well, come on. That's the
0: thing that's so great about this episode is there are mo- like there are a couple times where it knows that it's directly like stealing things, but it intentionally like in this scene. So let's do the roll call first. So we get Asian persuasion. Who is Tina? Racist. Yeah, I mean it's Tina, and supposedly she would have chosen her own identity maybe like,
1: come on
0: yeah um the next one is blonde chameleon who is sam who does an (laughs) impression of george w bush so his
1: his power is that like because asian persuasion can persuade people to do anything yes that's her power which the blonde chameleon can impersonate anyone
0: let's let's roll back to asian persuasion real quick that is a racist stereotype so it's cool um the next one is tarantula head who is joe
1: Um and his power is that he whips people with his dreads.
0: <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And then the next one is sweet and spicy, who is which sugar. is sugar,
1: but she's not dressed as like sweet and spicy. She's not dressed as like a chef or anything. No. She's dressed as like sort of a like a
0: like an ice princess. Ice?
1: Princess? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Like, like she came from the planet Hoth, but also it was, like, their fashion season, I guess, because, anyway. <laughs> fashion
1: on planet Hoth, well, yes. Well, the, the
0: funny part is that her power is money. um hmm And then, and f- then
1: Nightbird yes. is like, I'm Nightbird, and I'm the leader, and I let's hear what you have to say from the new members. And we meet um, Dr. Y, yes. which is Artie with a bald cap on. Mm-hmm. And Blaine's like you're not referencing a certain, <laughs> a certain superhero that we are not copyright affiliated with, right, or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, that's um, this is and, where they call it out. But yeah, and then we meet Queen Bee, which is Becky as dressed as a bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Then uh, <laughs> Brittany introduces herself as the human brain. Yes, perfect, <laughs> because it's a mystery to her as an alien. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> yes. And and uh, then we get um, what's her name? The um, the assistant Dottie. of Tina. Dottie. Yes. Dottie runs in. They call- Blaine calls her chai tea, even though she's not dressed.
0: Well, maybe maybe and her, she's in her
1: normal clothes.
0: Maybe her superhero outfit is like a Japanese schoolgirl, because that is what she's dressed mm. like.
1: Which is sort of weird, right? Like she's yes. always in this kind of like uniform. At McKinley High School, which is definitely not a uniform school. I guess that's just her aesthetic. What am I? I shouldn't judge. Uh, and she calls them all to the choir room. And then there is a very dramatic running sequence. Yes. <laughs> where Blaine kind of flooshes out his cape and covers up like half of the cast. Yes. As he's running. Um, yeah, I mean, good job, Ian Brennan. I don't like that's not really what you sh- wanted to do, I bet.
0: Well, um, Maggie, it's a I... metaphor for the fact that Blaine is overshadowing all of them for this episode.
1: Hmm. Is he, though?
0: Anyway, um, they get to the choir room to find that the Nationals trophy has been stolen and replaced with a laptop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which the, um, uh, somebody is like, oh, it must have been somebody rich who stole it because they left a laptop. And then we see a video on it um, where it's this a uh, boy and adult in a Dalton's blazer, but his identity is obscured because his face is pixelated. And he's sort of lounging over this very uh, fancy chair with the Nationals trophy in his lap. He he does a, he strokes it a little bit as he talks to yes. you. He's like, oh, what a nice trophy you have here. Yes. You know where
0: it is. Well, and his, like, his face has also been pixelated. Well, sorry, no, that's what you said. Sorry, his voice yeah. has been changed so that we don't know what yes. his voice sounds like either because it's like the weird, like, hostage sounding voice um mm-hmm. but anyway so essentially if you want your trophy back yes you'll
1: have to come to dalton
0: yes so then we get a fun title card of glee it has a little like um, spotlight thing
1: yeah that title card is like clip art shit <laughs> it's bad it's I'm, really bad it's
0: on theme at least it wasn't just normal um yeah
1: it's on theme but like can't you just can you not do a like do it better (laughs) actually have a fucking light
0: (laughs) um anyway so then we move to uh
1: listen here's what they should have done right yeah so we're in the choir room and they're watching the warblers like video on the computer and like a door the camera like moves away from the entire group and like a door closes or something and a light flashes on it that says glee but it's like a it's like you know the batman signal but with the
0: no with you, the title. you know what they should have done is what? they should have had the video like or they should have had the end of the scene or whatever and then it does that like noise and like glee like spirals into the screen and then it like cuts yes. to black yeah anyway um, absolutely
1: we ju- we just did two better versions of that scene. yours is probably th- like the same amount of money for production than what they actually did. so I mean
0: yours also probably. Um, so yeah,
1: mine takes a little bit more foresight. They have to plan it because they they can't just do it later when after all the filming's done you right. know
0: yeah that's true but anyway we move to the lockers we're back to some locker chats this episode I, we have a few yeah um jarley is talking about friday night plans because jake is asking marley out like a gentleman um,
1: yes, and uh, Ryder comes up and he's like, "The lady's busy." Except he says it nicer than that. Um, well,
0: barely though. It gets barely. very alpha very fast. Like they're
1: um, they do yeah. treat Marley sort of like a person, so that's good. But um, <laughs> mostly it's just these two sort of meatheads whacking against each other. Maggie, uh, you know
0: I love talking about two slabs of meat whacking against each other. Just,
1: just you know, hitting against each other like wet slapping meat yes uh and they do they, they spar a little bit verbally and then the backpacks come off and they do some pushing and marley's like stop please just stop yes and then finn comes out into the hallway dressed as will uh, yes. to break up the fight
0: yeah that is a note finn has started wearing sweater vests um so that's something i he guess looks
1: exactly like will he's he's just in will's closet
0: you know the one thing the one thing i do have to say i'm not happy about it but everyone at least because we're gonna get to it here in a minute but everyone does recognize that finn is bad at least yeah so that's nice no that's
1: that's absolutely true like it's not like with the reins have been handed over to Finn. So he's magically competent. No, he's a fucking mess, which we see in the next scene. Um, it is, it's gleamy. It's a
0: gleaming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're, uh, in the choir room and Finn is kind of, um, falling apart. Well, so uh, in front of them,
0: before we get to that, I love how this scene starts mostly because they've had Mm. this in the choir room for the whole show but finn is staring at the picture of lillian adler
1: oh who is yes the picture of lillian adler
0: who is the choir director from when will won nationals um mm-hmm. and they've had this plaque in the in the choir room the entire time as like just this woman's face <laughs> and it's so yeah. good but is like
1: and it's it's Dirt. like honestly one of the best set pieces in the whole show absolutely
0: yes but finn is like trying to draw inspiration from it i guess
1: yeah he's just staring it down but that just makes it look like in the next shot like he's been standing in a corner doing nothing (laughs) in
0: front of everyone yes um (laughs) Um, yes
1: also i don't know if this is in an episode we've already seen or if it's one that i like have seen before but there was a part there's a part in this season where sue like is like brandishing that photo.
0: No, um, I don't think I've seen Okay. That, so that's so. coming up. Okay.
1: There is a, there is a mention in an episode we've already seen where, um, she's like, Oh no, I have the choir room bugged. It's in that picture. Yes.
0: She- the, the eyes of Lillian Adler. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> so, uh,
0: <laughs> uh
1: yeah. yeah. So Finn is, uh, is trying to get his act together in front of the glee club. Uh, I guess he didn't practice his lesson plan.
0: Oh, God. No. More more
1: power to you, buddy. Uh, Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, before we get to even the lesson plan, um, Finn has them welcome (laughs) the new members to Glee Club, Ryder and Kitty, who get grandfathered in because they were in Glee. Um, But the main point I want to make here... They were
1: in Glee, you mean. And yeah, the reason why they're here is because of the 12-member rule.
0: Which means that it has always been in place and will always (sighs) be in place and that they had three sheets of people who auditioned and they turned away all but one when they needed at least three more people. So fuck you Glee specifically fuck Will. He is the one who's harped on this rule for years and he, whatever Tina gets salty about it. It's it's
1: total bullshit. And Tina's like, Hey, Kitty's like a total asshole. I don't want her in this club. And Finn's like, what are you talking about? She was great in Greece. And,
0: well and the best part is yeah he's well he's like yeah we need 12 people for sectionals and Tina's like well why don't you call Santana to do it seems like she could be a f- like, and she gets really mad about it and it's very good <laughs>
1: uh. rightfully so Finn's a complete mess uh, and he presents his idea to everyone he can't find a marker for the whiteboard so he just says it he says the theme is foreigner we are going to be doing songs by foreigner in foreign languages wearing costumes of all the countries of the world and everyone is like no
0: (laughs) that's it's so bad (laughs) like i'm glad that like glee did because they they adequately address it because artie's like that's you're kidding right that's not your real idea, is it? Because it's so bad.
1: It's a really bad idea. Um, I mean, there could be... It's a small world levels of, like, sort of incompetent racist well, decision-making. That, see, that's the thing. Um, it's
0: exactly the same. It's it's essentially the same thing as when Will was like, everyone do Spanish songs or songs translated into Spanish, even if they have nothing to do with Spanish heritage, and then did an Elvis song in Spanish. And it's like, that's offensive. Exactly. Like... So, any Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh,
1: yeah. it's a good thing that they just said it and didn't do it. Yes. Good on you, Glee. Well, and they and... mock it.
0: They're like, that's a bad idea. So.
1: And Blaine stands up and is like, uh, yeah, that's a terrible idea. Uh, oh, sorry, Nightbird. Uh, and says, I'm going to go retrieve our Nationals trophy, which you haven't even noticed is missing.
0: Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> and fucking bounces with a flourish of his cape.
0: Blaine isn't a real place this episode. Anyway. I
1: love it. <laughs> He's feeling his feelings <laughs> as. As Nightbird. It's so great. Yes. And the next scene is Finn and Shannon Beast walking down a hallway in McKinley. Um, but Shannon is dressed as the Beastmaster. Yes. Uh, which is great. Yes. <laughs> her cape and her belt say BM
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering if you're gonna bring that up because yeah, that's great. She also clarifies that she's um from the planet Testosterone or testosterone yes. or something like that. And yes. she can eat anything and Cries at the drop of a hat, which <laughs> yes,
1: which is true. She cried in it at an Activia commercial last night. Yes, um uh, I guess. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, is a good enough performer to make someone cry. I don't know if it's on an Activia commercial <laughs> though. I mean, they're uh, just so
0: happy that she's finally getting her digestive system in yeah, order. you know,
1: totally. I real I can feel that. Yeah. Um, and Shannon tells Finn. That she's happy to dress in costume to be, like, the faculty advisor for um, this group, and that he needs to, like, embrace having a good time instead of being such a
0: Such a will-ass, you know? Yeah. It's, it's very uh, will to be like, oh, I'm not gonna dress up as a superhero. That's stupid. We're gonna do my shitty idea instead, so...
1: And, uh, yeah, then we go to the qu- the teacher's lounge where Finn tries coffee and is like, ew, gross. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs>
0: I mean, I think it's supposed to intentionally be this way yeah. because he's...
1: No, absolutely, because it's, like, supposed to show that Finn's, like, a young idiot who's yes. putting on daddy's clothes. <laughs> To, tr- to try to you know be an adult
0: yeah well because he's like they don't yeah. see me as an adult and then he drinks coffee and spits it out violently and is like that's what coffee tastes that's like what it tastes like <laughs> um but yeah so then uh shannon suggests that he should try quote being a hero for those kids so cool Um, now we're at dalton yes
1: blaine is descending the staircase um the iconic dalton staircase yes in his street clothes he's not Nightbird right now that's true and he sees uh sebastian and is like i should have known you were behind this sebastian and sebastian says don't you remember i had a heel turn i'm completely (laughs) different now i had a
0: hormone injection i'm completely different now um
1: I'm not evil anymore. And I'm not captain of the, of the warblers. And Blaine says, Oh, then who is captain? And we find out when he enters into the, um, like the study, it's where called, the warblers they, hang out. They
0: call it the library. So I guess hmm. that's what it is, but it seems sparse. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, it seems small for a library, but fine. And, uh, we meet Hunter Clarington mm-hmm. who is a former uh, military academy der- uh, like choir captain now Dalton choir captain and not even remotely bi curious but he does have an evil cat yes. so so he is like queer coded as a villain but um we know because he says he's not even bi curious
0: well see i i figured that that meant he's just straight gay
1: Oh, you mean he's just gay? Yeah, sure that could be it
0: too. So I, I I
1: I figured he said it in his speech because he wanted to tell Blaine that he couldn't like
0: Seduce him. Can-
1: seduce him? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't use your your wilds against me.
0: Yeah. um, Man, I love this cat. Like, he's sitting in that swivel chair, <laughs> and he has this, like, big, floofy white cat. It's so good. Like
1: It's a, it's honestly so amazing. He, like, like, and this is where the cinematography gets a little experimental. Oh, God. Um, no kidding. There's, yeah. there's some Dutch angles. There's, like, a lot of, like, zooming and moving of the camera.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to a little bit of that in just a second. I just also wanted to point out that he... Hunter tells us that he's from Colorado Springs, um, and he led his, like you're saying, military academy choir to a regionals win and got presidential honors for it.
1: Yeah, presidential um, honors, which at the time would have been Obama.
0: For for so. winning regionals, but not nationals. So,
1: well, maybe because they're like a military choir?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, I love this because we know from last season that Blaine did overcome Sebastian in some way or form and has replaced him with a docile version but it seems some other yes. demon has taken the power void um <laughs> yes because man Hunter well, is Dalton evil is such a,
1: <laughs> Dalton is such a highly magical place yes it attracts that sort of thing yes um which I just I love this so much Hunter Clarington is like oh well the reason why I've invited you here is is to invite you to retake the blazer. And like... Yes. <laughs> and like gives Blaine a... Bl- like has somebody put put a blazer on Blaine oh and he's like, God. doesn't that just feel so right? And then, okay. and then they start singing. But,
0: okay, but I do need to call this out first because honestly, I love this little shot. When they're putting Sorry. the blazer on Blaine... They're, like, Mm -hmm. they're putting it on him, and as soon as it's on his body, it cuts to a fireplace that, like, roars, and then then it's just a zoom-in on the cat's face with a cat noise. (laughs) And it's just like, what?
1: (laughs) It's so great! (laughs) It's amazing! Yes. Like, it's... I just loved it so much. And then they sing Kelly Clarkson's dark side with Blaine on lead, because that's how he does it with the warblers, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and the warblers welcome him with open blazered arms. And th- th- he knows the dance. Yes. He can't help but join in. Well, it's, um, and,
0: and yeah. Well, here's the cinematography note that I had for this number. Um, oh, there's there's a bit yeah. where they do this incredibly fast shot, reverse shot, shot, reverse shot oh. where
1: it's like and by Samsung incredibly fast split second <laughs> shots, folks, like, so quick.
0: I wrote down, ow. Um, <laughs> yes, and it is completely hard to like, watch. I
1: was like, I was like, did I just blink weird? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did that actually happen? So I went back and had to watch it again. And I was like, shit, that was terrible. Come it's, on. It's
0: really bad. Um, But I mean, the song is fine. Of course, Blaine.
1: And the move, the yeah. like choreography moves are good too. Like, you know, they're sort of <laughs> warblers regimented. Yeah.
0: That, that A lot of walking also, but there is a bit in like near the end there where they all have like this choreographed, like handshake looking thing where they like do a spin and stick their arm. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. It's good. Um,
1: and there's a part where uh, all the warblers are on one side of the room with Blaine and Hunter Carrington is on like the other side and he puts his arms up in like a V and like sort of gestures like, come here, yes. <laughs> come here, warblers. And they all like, gather around him. Oh my God. It's so
0: great. It is very good. <laughs> um, I do. I do also love the idea here that Blaine is forced to sing like <laughs> they, they like we're gonna do this number, and Blaine's like, I don't, I don't really want to do that. And then they just start, yeah, he's and he's like, like I guess I thing. have to. Like,
1: <laughs> he can't fucking help it. The blazer on him, it's just it's where his he builds the most most of his power you know yes is through that sort of uh singing energy with the warblers and he takes the blazer off as the song ends and is like i can't take this you you know i belong with the new directions now and hunter carring carrington tells him to keep it Mm -hmm. and is like come back to us brother you know you want to
0: well and he also i think it was a little earlier but he brings up the fact that Everyone at New Directions has called him Blaine Warbler the entire time he's been there. So like
1: Yes. (laughs) That Blaine, like, doesn't has never fit in with New Directions. Of course he needs to come back to Dalton. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Also, like Counter Carrington mentions Kurt by name. Yes.
0: Oh, Sebastian has briefed him on the entire situation, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh,
1: of course, because Sebastian is like, wasn't he great? Like
0: at the end of the song. (laughs) Yes, because he's like, he's like, I told you he's perfect or whatever. It's Yes, what a what a toady. Anyway, um, let's we move back to the choir room. Um, Finn arrives. We'll we'll talk about his outfit in just a second. He's announcing that dynamic duets is the week's theme, which I just wanted to point yeah. out because immediately Artie and Tina are like, "Well, your first idea was worse than funk and worse than night of neglect." So.
1: Okay, the Night of Neglect thing is fair, but the funk wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, see, I don't think funk was that bad either, but Night of Neglect was uh, questionable.
1: The <laughs> Night of Neglect was weird. Like, it was all Will's ploy to seduce Holly Holiday, yes. I think. Yes. It's, it's yeah. yeah. Um, and now let's talk about Finn's outfit. Yes. He is dressed um, as Trouble Clef, mm-hmm. which is the uniter of show choirs. Okay. Yes. And he, um, he, okay. So people make mentions about his bulge. But you
0: can't, no, like he doesn't like, have a visible he bulge. He doesn't have
1: one. Yeah. There is no visible bulge at all, which is, I find sort of annoying that the show did that. Right. Like saying that mentioning Finn's bulge multiple times in the episode made me look at like Finn's crotch. Well, okay. More than I'd like to. Cause like, he okay?
0: makes a weird, right? He's like, Got to save those sock, uh, those gym socks from the bulge or whatever, and it's like, okay, like
1: Finn's wearing like loose fitting shorts over his tights. Exactly, like,
0: like he's obviously insecure what? about how small his penis is, and I don't need the show being like, oh, <laughs> Finn has a huge penis. Like, fuck off, <laughs> show. <laughs> Finn's good at everything. His penis is ginormous. What a man. Like.
1: (laughs) uh. Well, Glee made him a man, Sam. What do you expect? (laughs) Um, And, um, yeah, Finn... Finn claims to be almighty and Kitty is like the only almighty superhero is Jesus. <laughs> which,
0: Joe is like amen and she's like, Shut it, no one asked you. Which is just
1: like And Finn's Id- Finn's idea with these dynamic duets is to put together people who have a little bit of friction in the club, which is all the glee babies, yes. the glabies. The
0: glabies. Uh... <laughs> oh, I got a bad case, the glabies. I gotta go to the doctor.
1: Ryder and Jake are going to be singing together, and so are Marley and Kitty. Uh, We leave the choir room to jump immediately into a locker chat with Marley and Kitty about their song and how they're going to have to dress as superheroes. Mm -hmm. Um, Kitty wants to dress as femme fatale because she thinks it means kill women in French.
0: Yes. I don't know
1: why she's such a misogynist. Like, chill out, Kitty. Well, okay.
0: Uh, Here's the thing. There's a lot of things in this episode that seem to imply that Kitty has some, like, grand plan or, like, is just nefarious yeah. in general. But, like, so far, let, let's just, like, we don't see a lot of it. Like, all we get is that Kitty's, like, it means women killer in French. And that's what I'm going to do at our competitions. And Mari's, like, I i don't think that's... And then she leaves. <laughs> like, Kitty leaves. Yeah, while and then
1: it's it's done. The That little scene is over. Yes. And uh, we do get a little bit of Marley stressing about wearing like yes. superhero costumes. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a locker chat with Jake and Ryder about how they're going to sing together and how they both want to be the, the superhero mega stud.
0: Yes. Well, because Ryder just refers to himself offhand as mega stud. And then Jake is like, well, that's how are you going to be me? And then it like it does again the weird like shot reverse like very fast shot reverse shot where they're both like making faces at each other. Um,
1: okay, but those I actually kind of liked. Like, yeah, it's not quite as quick as the thing with the yes. warblers and Ryder and Jake sort of like make weird do some faces, kind of hammy, yes. like comedy <laughs> anger anger faces. Uh, which what I would say about the Glabies in general is that they're they're having fun. With the show, yes, you know, like they they don't seem quite as tired (laughs) as
0: some of the other actors. (laughs) Well, that's Uh. (laughs) yeah, and like I don't know, there's just some like fun energy here, you know. Um, totally. Yeah.
1: And we see this fun energy come to a real height in the song "Superman," yes, which is sung by Jake and Ryder. Next, they are dressed in uh, like Clark Kent. Yes. Uh, full ensemble with hats, glasses, suits, uh, which they slowly take off th- throughout the song. Yes. Um, it's a full striptease to their. Nearly matching costumes that say MS on them.
0: Yep, and there's um I put in quotes fun joke about MS because both Artie and uh, Finn are like I thought that was something else. um
1: Yeah, and this really shows that they sort of worked backwards from that joke. Yeah, they were like, we want to call a superhero MS. We want to have MS on someone's chest. What can we call them? I mean, mega stud. Oh, sure. That's normal parlance. Kids know what that would mean. (laughs) They
0: already put BM on another one. So I'm pretty sure that is how they did all of the superheroes. Like anyway, um, uh, they, they're both singing at Marley, this whole thing. Um, they're like, and eventually gets to a point where like, One of them pulls her off her chair and they're like walking together. And then Jake punches Ryder in the face.
1: Yeah, it fucking gets intense really fast uh, because Ryder's just sort of having a good time, kind of play acting this, like, oh, who's going to get Marley? And then Jake fucking clocks him. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yep. Then they just start wrestling on the ground. And Finn's like, hey, 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 stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um, Finn is really bad. Then they're just. I was gonna... yeah,
1: then they're just in the auditorium uh, yes. because apparently this uh, fight was de-escalated somehow. And they're uh like sitting both backwards on chairs. Oh my god! Looking at Finn. Yes. Um, as Finn is sort of like, "Why are you such idiots? Can you stop fighting for just a moment, or we're gonna lose sectionals? And losing sectionals would be really bad." You know what I'm gonna have you do to well reconcile your differences? Share your deepest, darkest (laughs) secrets to each other.
0: Yes. Um. Also, the phrase what he says exactly is. You know what's lame? Not winning exceptionals, um, which we—I mean—we
1: shouldn't use the word lame. Probably not. not. You're right. It's ableist. Yeah, that's true. To, it's in like common slang. So, yeah.
0: Fair point. Um, but mostly I just want to point out how stupid the show is. <laughs>
1: Oh, the show is dumb. The show is very dumb. But I actually, I think this is a pretty good tactic of trying to get people to like each other. Finn's doing a surprisingly, like, okay job. A job,
0: yes. It's it's mostly, it's surprising. uh, Also, most because he's not good at anything. But, like, he's so bad at breaking up fights, we find out this episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Finn was never all that good at um, fighting. That's
0: true. A lot of the fights that he had with Puck were mostly shoving. You're, you're absolutely right he
1: doesn't have a lot of like body awareness that's like his one of his main character traits like he doesn't yeah. really know what to do with his big lumbering body right. which like same dude right but also i'm not trying to head a national show choir right uh but anyway, yeah you know. the next scene is back in the choir room finn is playing with like the maquette choreography oh, yeah he
0: has thing. will's diorama what's what's good about <laughs> this is that Finn does, like, a practice pose to, like, be like, oh, they, like, like, you can see he's thinking about it. This is the pose they'll make. Yeah. And
1: (laughs) And he's got, like, books and, like, a a notepad and shit. He's trying really hard. Yes.
0: Um, But anyway, so Blaine arrives um, and he tells Finn that he cheated on New Direction with the Warblers. Um... (laughs) Because that's all Blaine does now. Yes. Pretty much.
1: Uh, And Blaine is, like... Finn, they welcomed me into their arms like a brotherhood. Like when Pyro left such and such an X-Men 2, X-Men 2 reference, yes. blah, blah, blah. And Finn's just like, what? Well, <laughs> no. Well,
0: the best part is Blaine is like, you know, I just, I don't feel like I really fit in with New Directions and, you know, you just need your team to gel. And then <laughs> oh, Finn, yes. Finn is like, no, you're absolutely right. We need a team with a lot of gel.
1: And you're a big part of that, Blaine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, Blaine, like, talks about Kurt and how Kurt was the reason why he was here. And now that he's gone, he's sort of, like, floating in the choir room instead of, like, actually being there. Something along those lines. And then he calls the Warblers his birthright and destiny.
0: Yes. Which (laughs) I wrote that down, too. It's so strange. What a strange way to talk about the Warblers. Unless I
1: mean, it's strange unless you consider our metafiction, where it's not strange at all. Exactly.
0: Um, but yeah, his birthright and his destiny. Ugh.
1: Then Kitty and Marley have a chat in the the hallway at McKinley High about Puke Town. I don't really want to get into it. No. They make some pretty gnarly references to bulimia, yep. um, and they just keep doing that.
0: Yeah, because now it's some kind of joke. Apparently, like bulimia is just a joke now, which is really bad. Um, but the weird thing about this scene, so Marley is concerned about having to dress in spandex because she has body issues because Kitty has been instilling these terrible things. Um, yeah,
1: because she's been ruthlessly bullied over the past, um, probably since Kitty came into her life, like multiple months ago. Yeah, yeah,
0: but um. Like, this scene is friendly, though.
1: It's odd. It's really odd. Like, K- Kitty's like, oh, well, you know, the reason why I think we didn't get along at first is because we're so alike. She says something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and then says, uh, you're going to put your costume on for me first, and I'll be brutally honest with you about how you look in it. And, sh- and she's uh, like, and I
0: won't let you go on if you don't look good. And... Then, but then when sh- they
1: hug yes. and Kitty has like a devious mm-hmm. smile on her face. Right?
0: No, I also... Ends menacingly, question mark? Like, it just doesn't make what sense. What is it?
1: What's going on? Uh, and this is one of those comic panel transitions. Yes. Let's see, I mentioned earlier. Because it, it freeze frames on Kitty's like devious smile, zooms out, turns into like comic shell shading, yes. and then... T- zooms out to a comic panel and goes to another comic panel where
0: Sam is wearing a <laughs> jock strap on his face. Well, okay. But, yes, he's wearing a jock strap on his face. But the camera is also like on fire. It's doing
1: the ba- It's doing the Bane thing, yeah, right? So, but, you know, okay. But in,
0: Sam, in the movie there's an earthquake, listen. so it makes sense.
1: Well, Sam fucking confession time. I haven't seen the the Batman movie with Bane in it. And I've, I, I just sort of know about Bane from like cultural references. And I get that he was Tom Hardy. Yes.
0: Yes. And
1: had like a deep gruff voice.
0: And he wore a mask. That's all yeah. I know. Um, No, I mean, I saw it, but to be fair, I saw it when it came out at midnight. And that's the last movie mm. I did that with. Cause I fell asleep halfway through. So, um... Oh, wow. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> so, Um, I mean, it's like, it's just hard to watch. I I found it
1: funny though. Like, uh, Sam does like this whole Bane (laughs) impression speech and Ryder is like lifting weights next to him and is like. Yeah, whatever, Bane. Is that a jockstrap? <laughs> and Sam's just like, ah!
0: <laughs> like walks out. Scr- sp- like-
1: Sprints his arms and is like, I'm done with this joke. Goodbye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exit stage left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, and then we transition into something a little more serious. Jake comes up to Ryder and gives him a note to describe his kryptonite. <laughs> a note. Which Ryder says, no, you're going to be a man and tell me. What it is right now. And,
1: and then yeah. Jake says, oh, well, I never feel like I fit in because I'm uh, half white. I'm half black and I'm half Jewish. And then we see like some white burnouts led by um, what's his Stoner face? Brett. Uh, Stoner Brett, uh, like saying a racist joke. Mm-hmm. And then we see and then we see the like black jocks yes. led by Cookie um, I don't think that's his name on the show, but it's... I hope so. Let's call Cookie him Cookie. from Net Survival Guide. Yes. Let's call him Cookie. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I guess we're supposed to believe that because white burnouts and black jocks make fun of um, Jake that he's, like, universally disliked.
0: I mean, I feel like this is a pretty typical narrative. Like, sure. for, like, people who are, you know... Two different races and stuff. Like I feel like this comes up in... yeah,
1: but sure. I mean, yeah. but also at the same time, Jake is uh, super handsome. That's been a big part of his whole character on the show. Is that he is irresistible. I mean, uh, to that is to people around that him. That is
0: something though. Is that like we've seen him be with women a lot but he doesn't seem to have a lot of male friends so
1: probably because women are much better to hang out with
0: yeah but i'm just saying it seems like the male people at the school either make fun of him for being black make fun of him for being white or make fun of him for being jewish or a mix of the two um because that's yeah, what we saw. something
1: along those lines so. uh and then as writers writer like goes to the bay of lockers that's in his a- inscrutably next to the weights <laughs> yep because it's in the locker room also yes. I just whatever mckinley is fucking stupid and uh <laughs> because listen to this so if it's in the male lo- locker room that means that no women can use that weight room
0: unless they have a shared locker room no that can't be do do they i don't maybe they have a weight room in the women's locker room too to be fair, we've never Seems seen the... dumb. If they have a women's locker room, we've never seen it. Besides that, like, one well, time that Britannia, like, saw yep. each other. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, so, and, I mean, I, I would imagine they have a weight room. Because how do you think the Sue keeps the Cheerios so fit? It's gotta have a weight room. But...
1: Yeah, those those Cheerios are stacked.
0: Yeah, they gotta hold each other uh, up so... and stuff. Um. Whatever. But, yeah, Ryder uh, and Ryder share. goes over to his yeah.
1: lockers and he's like, I can't, I I. I don't want to share. And then Jake says, come on, dude, I shared with you. And then Ryder says, well, the reason why I had you tell me what your note said is because I can't read it. And then <laughs> the scene ends. <laughs> don't laugh. It's
0: mean. <laughs> yeah. But like this is Ryder, such a. Writer can't read. This is such a stupid plot. Like, sorry. I know it's not <laughs> like, I know it's like The thing is, it just, it feels like Glee was, Glee, like, looked out into the world and was like, what's, last week we tackled bulimia. What's our next target? I know. Let's talk about dyslexia. The great dyslexia epidemic of 2012. It's like, Glee. Glee.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) and, like, having dyslexia doesn't mean you can't read. Exactly. Also. Yeah, that's also part um, of it. But. But I mean, it does mean that you have like significant problem reading right. uh, and it is sort of like out of the box wild that he's a sophomore in high school. Yes.
0: See, that's um, that's the big thing is it feels like Glee is trying to make some statement about how like the education system is like failing people who have special needs and like.
1: Yeah. Failing people who are neurodivergent, which is like true to a certain degree, but not to this grand of scale no, i think like, he's
0: like getting c's and stuff you know like anyway
1: and like he pat he passed enough grades to get into high school
0: yeah so we'll we'll be getting back to this but like mostly it's just one of the things i think i do really like is that writer has a lot of lines this episode that he delivers so dramatically that are like yeah i can't read and it's just like okay <laughs>
1: The reason why I had you tell me what your note said is because I can't read it. Shuts locker dramatically.
0: Yes. Um, uh,
1: then yes. Uh, we see Kitty in the girls' bathroom. She is dressed in a full cat suit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like vinyl.
0: Yes, and she also <laughs> and body tight. She also quotes uh, Catwoman here, which is great. Um, yeah. Yes.
1: And then uh Marley emerges from the stall. She's dressed as Wallflower uh. of all, <laughs> all all superhero names. She does have like some like flower things yes. on her costume. Uh and uh she comes out and she's like covering herself up and Kitty's like, "No, let me see you. Oh, you look great. You look hot as hell." Yeah, and, Kitty um, very
0: kindly like yeah. compliments Marley and offers to buy her clothes. Like,
1: yeah, she's like, you know what? I'm going to make, I'm going to make sure I buy all your clothes from now on to show off your bitch and bod and then calls her woman fierce instead of wallflower. Yes, This is a weird scene because we don't get like that devious smile again or anything. It's just just Kitty being encouraging. Yeah,
0: like, yes, Kitty is very nice in this scene. And then we cut straight into their rendition. Maybe
1: I'm Okay the reasoning why kitty is being nice she wants this number to go well
0: maybe i feel like part of it is that there is like a grand plan in kitty's mind she's just not very good at implementing it um (laughs) yeah that could be it as well she has big plans for new york but also like (laughs) part of it i think again kind of going back to what i was talking about at the beginning is like i think glee really shot themselves in the foot by having Kitty be a white supremacist that, like, says openly racist things all the time in the first yeah. five episodes. Because, like, it feels like they're trying... Like like you were saying, she's obviously joined by this point. They're trying to make her the new Quinn. The thing is, Quinn was mean, but not in a, like, openly racist was, way. Like-
1: yeah. Quinn was, um, is, like, uptight and definitely has, like, some waspy roots. But she's not a white supremacist
0: right. which so yeah, it's just i just i'm sad because i feel like kitty could have been a very like i can't like kitty at this point because of how bad she's been um but i like her in this episode you know sam i had
1: that whole speech the other episode about how i, I know but kitty's bad la- last
0: last <laughs> episode though was really bad because she was actually like yeah, doing something it's true. incredibly terrible so
1: yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh so why can't the show just be consistent? <laughs> I don't know. It sucks, that's why. Yeah. And then we see a song. It's Holding Out for a Hero by Femme Fatale and Woman Fierce. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Yes.
0: Um it starts with Kitty pulling a whip out of Joe's hair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cuz K- Kitty's main prop is a whip. <laughs> she sort of whips it around for the whole up, the whole uh, number and there's a part where she whips the uh new directions and on the risers and their their chairs split yes. apart.
0: Yes. It's so good. And then it's amazing. And then Marley stands in the absence and Kitty spins her whip so that a breeze blows and like blows Marley's hair back. It's And her cape. It's so good. Like the choreography is also great. They do some really interesting, like little dance bits that we've seen. Kitty is a very good dancer. Marley is also pretty good, so it's very nice.
1: Yeah, and... they they utilize the whip. Yes, there's a there's a, a part where Marley like jumps onto the piano in like a superhero Superman flying bit, mm-hmm. um, and they they um, get tangled up in the whip together a lot. They're they're actually really cute. Yes. They're like singing and being friends it's adorable yes
0: and this might just be because all stars four started recently but i wrote down it's like a lip sync for their lives especially at the beginning because kitty starts it by doing like like a full split and like mopping around on the floor oh. <laughs> so yeah totally yes
1: um it is it is sort of uh well it's a dynamic duet sound right. so yeah it's it's less of like they're trying to prove that they can both stay and more like they want to work together right which you know
0: yeah, you know i got you it's just i feel like the acrobatic nature of it and also the fact that they're wearing like yeah costumey outfits (laughs) helped.
1: totally i understand the vibe uh yeah so then we one comment i'd like to make is that the the boys sang a song about being superman Mm -hmm. and the girls sang a song about waiting for a man
0: I know, but I love holding out for a I, hero. It's a, so listen, much.
1: it's a good, it's it's a really good song, and I really like the song. And the Shrek Two version is honestly the, one of the best yes. songs to have ever been created. Yes, but I I, I but, agree.
0: The implications are very bad, but I love the song.
1: And they obviously just they pick the song because it had the word hero in I, it. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah.
0: I don't know. It, it makes <laughs> so yes. yeah. That's.
1: I just wanted to make. I just wanted to make that point. Make that you know sort of comparison. Yeah. Then the human brain says, "Huh, I don't smell raspberry hair gel." Where's Blaine Warbler?
0: Is raspberry hair gel I love, a thing?
1: I no. I mean, it's Blaine's hair gel brand smells like raspberries. Obviously.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. I, w- I would imagine they would be forced not to make it smell yummy because you shouldn't be eating hair gel. Why? I don't think it's good for you. Oh, no.
1: No fucking way. Like, hair products smelled delicious across the board.
0: Okay. But, um, yeah, Brittany notices his absence, and then Finn confirms for everyone that he is going back to Dalton. So apparently, Finn, or apparently, Blaine made this decision off screen.
1: Blaine is embracing his birthright. Yes. Um, by saying that it was his destiny, I think Finn sort of extrapolated.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and then, uh, then we see jake coming up to finn in uh like on the stairs at mckinley saying hey i have to talk to you about something and then we see finn helping writer uh he gets like a special education teacher uh to give him a big intense test
0: yes um yeah it's miss pencala um apparently she's just there at mckinley because this has to happen within, like, a day or so, right? Um, no, I don't know about that.
1: Like, it's, it, the time is really inconsistent here. <laughs> yes. Like, the character costumes aren't, con- aren't like, consistent. So oh, this could have been over the course of, like, a fucking week. I don't know. Well, but but we uh, know... Finn called yeah. this teacher here. Yes.
0: Well, we we know this had to be within the same week, at least. But anyway, um, like you're saying, she has the test. Um, one of the things I have to say, I think... They actually do a really good representation of, like, what a test for this type of yeah. thing would be. Yeah.
1: No, I th- I think they do it really well. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I mean, are we showing our cards here? We were both te- tested in such a manner at some point. Well,
0: I um, mean, but, like, it's just so... And, and it's so interesting, too, because it actually, like... Ha- it looks like it has more, like, thought to it than a lot of what Glee does, I feel like because um yeah, yeah. May-
1: maybe um an ounce of caring <laughs> perhaps um
0: but yeah because mostly i just really love the bit where um miss pencala is showing him the flashcards of words and having him read them and she gets to florb and he's he's like i i i can't read that and she's like try sounding it out and he's like i can't um yeah. But yeah,
1: it's uh, and then there's some words that are like upside down and backwards, and he's like, I don't even know how to read that. Yeah. And she and she says, just try. Um, and then there's uh, there's like a part at the beginning where she's like, say things in numerical order and say letters in alphabetical order, and he definitely doesn't do that. Yep. Um, we see him spelling some words, and they're like pretty drastically misspelled in some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're led to believe that this was like, the right thing to do to get a writer this test um which is confirmed as uh we go to the hallway and writer comes out and talks to finn he has this big long speech about how he's dyslexic and how he's felt like he's always been um sort of he's always been living like an alter ego's life Mm -hmm. um because he's always felt like he's dumb like he's like really stupid and has had to pretend that he's not his entire life yeah uh which it's it's performed really well yes good on you um blake jenner you actually did a good you you did a good act and i don't mean to say actually here because he's been pretty
0: good this whole time well maggie the the reason Uh, why you're saying that is because in comparison to some of the other actors it's very good. <laughs> he can actually cry a little, which is great. Um, yeah, yeah, he
1: cr- he c- cries legit. Like it's like, oh yeah, I feel you, dude.
0: Yes. Um, I just I, I like the bit where he kind of bemoans our like effort obsessed culture, that like equates yes. hard work with being smart. Um, but it does it does get a little weird with some like daddy issues and some like manhood stuff um but for the most part it's pretty good yeah because
1: his dad his dad has a phd and he's like how could he accept a dumb son and um finn's like i'm sure your dad would love you no matter what it's like hey finn you don't know that yeah exactly (laughs) don't just talk out of your ass i mean
0: that's what led us to a lot of issues in previous seasons cough cough Santana, which finn never apologized for so fuck you um hey but yeah so uh, yeah. writer thanks finn who reminds him that jake is the real good guy here um and
1: which good good job finn yes. not accepting all of that credit then we see marley's mom uh dishing out food in the lunch line talking to jake he calls her mrs rose um at this part and i was like hey she has a name and it's like oh no rose is just marley's last name yes. all right
0: um <laughs> he's talking her up though he's very suave Um,
1: Oh, because he knows that to get on Marley's good side, you got to get in with her mom. Because he saw a writer do it.
0: Um, But yeah, so then, uh, because in in that fashion, uh, Miss Rose does tell him that Marley does talk about him a lot. So, um, but then... cookie and some other football goons uh
1: yeah cookie and the football goons are here to be douchebags and they call uh marley's mom dump truck which like come on can we stop this i mean fuck uh they they call jake kosher cappuccino mm -hmm. are these their superhero names is that what like those mean nicknames are supposed to be no
0: it's i think they're just saying a lot of terrible things
1: Oh, sure. Because, like, sure. kosher um, cappuccino is does the both
0: anti-Semitic and racist.
1: It, yeah, and racist. I, I gotcha.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then Ryder comes up and is like, oh, if you want to fight Jake. Because as soon as, like, these goons start antagonizing him, Jake's like, great, I get to fight <laughs> you now. Um, and... And Ryder comes up and is like, Hey, if you wanna fight Jake, you're gonna to have to fight me and then um a bunch of like Glee people well, yeah. and Becky yes. are all here in superhero costume, like, you have to fight all of us.
0: Yeah. I mean
1: And then the these football goons are like, Yeah, it's not worth it to beat up all these nerds. Okay. Yeah,
0: um and then Ryder is like, You got my back, I've got your back. So Friendship. They're
1: buds now, Sam. They're bros. Friendship
0: established. Um, and it's very good. So,
1: I'm I'm so about their friendship. Honestly, no, I, like I'm glad that they're not fighting. I really
0: like it, and also because it means now that hope. Like even though they both are, you know, both trying to vying courts. for Marley's yeah. affection. They're both trying to court Marley. Hopefully now it won't be as like gross and masculine. as like the thing we saw at the beginning where it's like, Oh, I'm more of a man than you are. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like now, like, cause we're going to lead right into it because Jake is trying to figure out how exactly is he supposed to get Marley's favor without pissing off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: wants, he wants advice about Marley. Um, and so he calls Puckerman, uh, <laughs> Which I thought okay, so we see we see Puck. Yes. He's in he's on like in front of the Chinese theater yes. in LA and he's wearing a superhero costume. Yes, I guess. It has like a big mohawk, bigger than his normal one, and like fake muscle chest plate. Mm-hmm. He calls himself Pucker Man. I thought he was gonna call himself Puckzilla. <laughs> Whatever
0: sure yeah and he
1: and uh he gets like some french tourists yes to take a picture with him for money he's like huh, t- take that suckers it also seems like maybe puck is doing some sex work on the side yes. which like no shade but be, be careful buddy yes, that's uh, yeah because he
0: he he tells that he, they can take a picture with him for 10 bucks he'll clean their pool for 20 bucks and if they give him 100 bucks he'll give them the best night of their lives and it's like be careful puck that's not not really a good joke but anyway um yeah so he's on i think he calls it the S- sunset boulevard later in the scene
1: yeah but- they, they, hollywood boulevard something along those lines yeah. uh he gets on the phone with jake and is like oh well you'll just have to be a puckerman close to her your pheromones will do the work for you and then you can keep your bro it's like well why would why i mean puck does have some experience in this i guess because he
0: did had steal. sex with quinn yes.
1: and then stayed friends with finn sort <laughs> of
0: yeah um i did i do actually at the end of the call essentially the advice seems to be wait it out and don't be a dick which okay like there's yeah worse that's advice. definitely
1: better advice than like i don't know
0: her seducing pregnant. her immediately yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah getting her pregnant
0: um, um but yeah i mean g-
1: yeah. G- give her wine coolers until she has sex Ugh. with you
0: like oh god <laughs> that's what he did to I quinn i know maggie just reminded oh. me that quinn has the wine i got drunk on wine coolers and was feeling fat that day great great glee yeah thank you
1: um so what so what p- puck of that time would advise jake to body shame marley and give her wine coolers there you go. Maybe that's Kitty's whole intention. She to wants get some... Marley pregnant. Pregnant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. Uh, um.
1: Yeah, I would too. We uh, end that phone call to have a blam. Yes. Scene. Yes. It's a locker chat, blam locker chat, where Blaine is cleaning out his locker and Sam comes up to him and is like, you can't leave. I love you. Yes. <laughs> We're bros. Yes. And uh, Blaine has like a whole speech about his infidelity and how he's really screwed the pooch. And, well,
0: Maggie, that's a weird well, well, thing the pooch, to call I guess Eli, Eli from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um yes um, and but-
1: uh, there is a there is a joke where he's like oh i don't look like my picture on facebook and you sent me a snapchat that said yeah i think you look like a lighthouse which <laughs> i mean
0: glee just begged nice. on us not remembering like fuck you <laughs> they always do sam <laughs> but yeah um but so then uh we cut back to mckinley and sam tells blaine to stop villainizing himself
1: oh yeah, well, he's like, "What's what's that it's, thing when such you like?" That's a bad joke.
0: It's so <laughs> try stupid.
1: To, try to make yourself a villain <laughs> because he says that um Blaine going back to Dalton is like a self-imposed exile yes. cuz he's so so evil, he needs to be he needs to leave New Directions because it's where he feel he feels he truly belongs or something like that. And uh then he's like, So what do you call that? Trying to make a villain out of someone and we get a shot of Blaine like so fed up, leaning against his locker, villainized. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was so it was so perfect. Okay. And then <laughs> you didn't you didn't like it. I just it. think that it's such it. a
0: cheap joke to be like, What's that word that I just said? And then it's like, Are you kidding? I mean, it's good, but, like, I don't know. I don't (laughs) like the joke.
1: It's the only time they told that joke this episode. That's true. That's a
0: very good point. Points for Glee.
1: (laughs) And uh, then Sam is like, just give me one day. I just need one day. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay. Let's. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm laughing because it leads directly into David Bowie's heroes. Yes. Um. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, Glee.
0: <laughs> I mean, the reason—if you're not—if if you're not aware, if you haven't heard the song or the Moulin Rouge, little snippets of it in the love medley. Um, there's a line: "We oh could be God. heroes <laughs> just for one day." So, um, Sam, Sam, and Blaine do this number, but in interspersed with this, we have snippets of the Glee Club <laughs> cleaning a graffiti wall and also doing a Thanksgiving food drive. Like, these are some busy <laughs> <Yes>. fucking people.
1: <laughs> it, is, um, it is very odd. Is this all the same day? Is this the one day that Sam yes, wanted? Yes, Maggie.
0: Just for one day. They were all Who- heroes.
1: Was there a scene that got cut of, like, the warblers doing graffiti? I just... <laughs> I
0: <laughs> That would be so good.
1: Um... Yeah, so there's, like, they're painting over a graffitied wall. It That bit eventually turns into, like, a paint fight. Yes. <laughs> Which is very <laughs> cute. But they're just getting... They're, like, rolling, like, Tina's back with paint and, like, throwing paint on everything. And, like, Kitty puts a paintbrush in Marley's hair and Marley's just like, ha, 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 ha! Ah! <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, then the, we... They see the food drive, obviously, but interspersed is uh, Blaine and Sam actually performing this song. We get a shot of Sam alone on the stage. There's a shot of Blaine alone on the stage and then a shot of them together. Um, the song vocally is good, but the instrumentation is whack as hell. Yes.
0: well, because it starts Honestly. with Sam doing it acoustically, which is like, huh. <laughs> why
1: that's a weird choice there's musicians sam there's musicians standing behind him <laughs> yes
0: because <laughs> the band and blaine join in together to like flush it out a yeah. little bit and it's just yeah i mean it's fine i guess like
1: well it's but it's like sort of like twangy yeah. like they have like a slightly i don't know Country, fr- C-
0: country fried Bowie. but <laughs> well, because Maggie. That's because that's the way that Sam does everything. Sam can only sing. Country I just hate fried. it. Or rap.
1: I'm. I okay. <laughs> like I don't want to sound like so judgmental against like a certain genre of music because it's not always the case that I dislike that sort of instrumentation or whatever. But it's just unnecessary, I think. Yeah. Like, why'd they have to change the song that way? I mean,
0: yeah, I. it's not my favorite song of the episode, but, like...
1: No, it's not mine yeah. either. Um, and yeah. th- after the song is over, uh, Blaine says, Okay, I have one last mission. But th- there's, like, a weird thing where it's, like, the lighting from the song is gone, and they're, like, putting their backpacks on as if they just finished the song or something. Yes. And Sam's like, oh, so are you staying at McKinley now? It's just. It's
0: it is weird. Because um, <laughs> the yeah. band
1: is gone and it's like, did that happen? Did the dream sequence happen? Did the painting over graffiti actually happen? Did that food drive happen?
0: I mean, it had. I don't I, know. <laughs> I, I, I would wager that they did, but, like, to be fair, Clea's never been very good about the whole this actually happened thing. So.
1: Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Where the fuck is unique? oh
0: not in this episode at all i where is she well uh, do you think that they're trying to imply that like by her parents saying that she can't dress femme at school like that can't be i mean she's just
1: not here i mean at all that's,
0: that's happened in the past with, like, random people in the Glee Club just not being there for, like, a full episode, but...
1: Yeah, ugh. but it's super noticeable. Yeah. Now that I've noticed it. Yeah,
0: that sucks. Oh, that makes me feel sad.
1: And she wasn't even in the paint fight. No. No, I'm really well, sad. I,
0: I, I would say, I guess, the only reason I can think is that they're trying to set up this, like, Marley Kitty dynamic, but that still sucks
1: yeah still some bullshit Uh, yeah because if unique was there she'd be like uh yeah don't let kitty poison your brain exactly
0: but anyway (laughs) blaine declares one last mission um and it cuts to dalton with uh, the meanwhile at dalton um but uh hunter comes into the library to find that the trophy has been stolen and has been replaced with the blazer that they gave blaine with a sign that says no thanks um and then they look
1: out a balcony yes. that's it, in the library to see Sam and Blaine running across the lawn. Yes. With, like the big ass trophy. Did they jump? I don't know. Well, no, they have, and, a, they have uh, a grappling
0: hook up to the balcony.
1: Oh, of course <laughs> they do. Uh, and they're dressed in their as their superhero alter egos. With masks. Um, I, uh, the the blonde chameleon and night yes,
0: but with masks so that no I one mean, knows who Nightbird. they are sorry um <laughs>
1: i called him nightwing accidentally Oops. whoops and uh then we get very cheesy um freeze frames where it says blam and slain
0: <laughs> which i i do actually really like this just for the fact that like blam like is this the reason they did this whole thing because Blam looks like a sort <laughs> of on Because Blam sort of sounds like Bam. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Blam! Where it's like, but then it does Slain, and you're like, oh, okay. It's in, like, yeah, totally intentional. Stupid. I love it. It's, <laughs> I, I love it, too. Uh,
1: then uh, Ryder has, uh, let's see. He has to cancel on mm-hmm. Marley during a locker chat. He's canceling their Friday date because this has all been over the course of yep. a week. Sure, yep. uh, or less than that. Yeah, because they're de- they're
0: describing Friday as if it's not tomorrow or the current day. So,
1: so this is Wednesday, <laughs> which means which uh, means that
0: <laughs> either the whole like paint fight thing was Tuesday or Wednesday. Great, <laughs> wonderful.
1: Or we're unstuck in time and the paint fight happened on Thursday. <laughs> or, I don't yeah, know.
0: When did when did Finn have his terrible idea and then have his good idea dressed as treble clef? Who knows. Um
1: and then when did he call the suit the, the special specialist. education lady to yeah, come? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because it wouldn't have been the she wouldn't have been there the same day. I imagine. Oh, maybe she
0: was though. Maybe McKinley produced her. Um. Anyway. <laughs>
1: um, uh, Ryder has to cancel on yes. Marley because he has a very uh, special appointment with a special doctor about dyslexia yep. um, the the day the morning after, so he has to go straight home after the football game. And then Marley is like sad about it, and uh, when he leaves, Kitty comes up and is like, "Wow, so was like the beginning of the end right there, huh?" Well, and and uh, this is she uses the opportunity to body shame yes, her as well. I was well. gonna say,
0: I feel like this is the culmination of Kitty's master plan. Man. um because she starts she's like well maybe it's those yogurt covered almonds sounds like someone needs to hit the treadmill if they want to keep their man and then so it seems like that's been her plan i guess is to try to like make marley feel fat now for some reason
1: damn i should i could crush some yogurt covered almonds right now <laughs> i could eat like a whole fucking bag of those um, but uh, this, <laughs>
0: convinces, this, this it's great because it convinces marley that she has to take control of her own situation so then she just runs over to jake and is like hey we're going on a date on friday deal
1: well no which what she says is like she's like what are you doing on friday and jake says i'm going on a date with you yes
0: it seems yes (laughs) um which like as she and then she like confidently walks down the hallway and we get a shot of kitty being like what the fuck just happened which what yes which again if that was her big master plan like she is very bad she's bad at it yeah so
1: blaine talks to uh blaine and sam slain talk to new directions next they present the trophy uh and uh sam is like yeah it was like the death star and mountain and and the temple of doom all rolled together it was awesome and it's like wow i wish we'd seen it (laughs) maybe uh (laughs) and then uh blaine tells finn that he's doing a good Ugh. job well <laughs> and gives him the
0: trophy okay here's the thing we've talked about it finn kind of has done a good job this episode like some of the earlier stuff was kind of shitty but like the duet with kitty and marley seems to have at least convinced kitty that it's in her best interest to pretend she likes marley um yeah and the deep dark secrets did thing work. made yeah.
1: yeah made jake and Ryder friends legit And also helped Ryder significantly.
0: So, I mean, I'm not going... Like, I still think it's a little gratuitous. And Will is still dressed like Finn, which... Not having that, but (laughs) like... You, 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 uh, spoonerized those. But... What? You said Will is still (laughs) dressed like Finn. It's it's so hard. (laughs) Um, But anyway, like, everyone cheers. Tina gives him a fanny pack that they've all made together, I guess
1: yeah it's cute though it's like bedazzled (laughs) and it says it has like tc on it for trouble clef, i guess and it's full filled with like markers and uh pepto bismol and sam's like for when you get the show choir
0: squirts (laughs) which okay here's the thing
1: i I, it was one of the best laughs of the whole episode
0: here's the thing about that do you think Sam gets the show choir squirts, or do you think Finn in the past has gotten the show choir squirts, and Sam knows about <laughs> it because he's been with Finn for those moments? Like, you know, they share I a hotel I think it's a her.
1: combination. I think it's a combination of both of those okay. things. Finn's gotten the show choir squirts, so has Sam. They've bonded about they, it. They, they sat <laughs> and both take pepto. They both sat
0: on the same toilet and held hands. Um, so. <laughs> So then um they all huddle up because that's what show choirs do, not. Um and then (laughs) and then um it cuts to them singing some nights. Um so another fun number. But
1: And they're back in their red t-shirts and dark jeans because Finn knows how to dress (laughs) this choir one way. I was gonna say
0: it's the OG Finn look, and it's not good. Um I hope they're not dressed like this for (laughs) sexuals because they ain't gonna win anything that way.
1: Honestly, they should have they should do this number for sectionals. Well, I think like it's I good. I think that's
0: the implication is that like they're practicing this number to do it at sectionals, but of course they're not going to because this is Glee. Um,
1: yeah, uh, and it, the lead is shared between um, the majority of the choir, but primarily focused on the Glabies because this yep. episode was about them, uh, really. Well, and, and Blam, um, and Blam. Yeah, and they sing some uh joe's talking yes bit in the middle is really 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 well, good the best
0: part <laughs> is that, so the original lyrics of the song say wash my hands of god for this which joe says wash my hands of that for this which
1: well he can't sam his main character trait is that he's christian I know. Come that's on. why
0: i just think it's funny because it's like sam He's literally
1: teen Jesus. He can't renounce his
0: dad. Yeah, I guess. I mean, isn't that what sons are supposed to do, though? Rebel. Anyway,
1: did did Jesus rebel against? Never mind. I don't really want to get into like <laughs> biblical um, deconstruction on this podcast. Yeah. Another um, one. Yeah, but Joe is Joe is Jesus. Yes. So.
0: Um, but just want to reemphasize but, that the nice thing here. Um, everyone seems to be friends. Um. There's a lot of, like...
1: There's a bit where Kitty, like, rolls her eyes yes, after singing with Marley, Which I put,
0: except Kitty, I guess. Um, but again, like, it's, again, one of those things where it's like, but they were, like, she's been super nice to Marley this whole episode. Doesn't seem like it was for an end. I don't know. It's just, I wish that she was yeah, just... Yeah, it's I weird. I wish that she was just, like, kind of rude and deep sure. down a good person. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, like, Quinn.
1: totally. Which is... <sighs> Or like Quinn, like Santana. Exactly. You know. Yeah.
0: But anyway, um, there's yeah, lots of leads. The choreography kinda sucks. Um, it's a lot of walking.
1: Yeah, the choreography is most lots of walking, lots of like trading spots to like stand. And I mean,
0: along those lines, very thin, very new directions, so
1: very fin, very new directions, absolutely. There is a part where they raise their arms up. Oh my yeah. god. Uh <laughs> back to some OG glee shit. Yes. Uh, and now we're going to do our OG, OG shit, shit yes. <laughs> which is the Pod, podcast business.
0: Podcast sport po- business.
1: Everybody's got oh. a podcast <laughs> I'm business. holding out for
0: <laughs> podcast business. Anyway, one of those got to work, right? Okay, so...
1: I am. I am podcast business. (laughs)
0: So... But it's a a metaphor. metaphor. And And metaphors metaphors are important.
1: important. Gold stars are
0: important. Because because gold gold stars stars are a metaphor metaphor for me me being being a star. star. Let's move into podcast business. Uh, We're going to start, of course, as we always do, with gold stars. Um, So, I think I go first this week? Sure. So, I'm going to give my gold star to Jake. There is a note. I... There's a part of me that really wants to give it to Kitty. I know she's bad. Mm. I know she's evil. I know she's a white supremacist. That's why I'm not giving it to her. But in this episode, she is legitimately nice to Marley multiple times, including about her body, which is, like, so bizarrely out of character. But at the same time, still, like, I just, I don't know. I wish we lived in a different world. I'm picking Jake. Jake was great, too. So,
1: yeah, uh Kitty's real hot and cold for seemingly no reason. Uh I'd say the options for Gold Star are Sam, Blaine, uh Jake, Ryder. Yeah. Those are the options in my brain. Hmm. I really liked Ryder's like speech mm-hmm. about um like consistently feeling bad about himself. Sure.
0: I mean the, mm-hmm. he he's mm-hmm. great and like the acting is really good. Um
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to split it between Blaine and uh Ryder. Okay. Uh Blaine because I love Nightwing. Sure. I mean, fuck Nightbird. I keep calling him Nightwing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um But Which is copyrighted material and we probably can't use it. <laughs> You'll have to bleep all of those. <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> Well, it's you who's doing uh, that, for sure. Oh
1: shit. Um and I'd love like the Dalton plotline so fucking much. That is true. And I don't know if yes. it's, I don't know if it's that Blaine sells it. Cause I'm, I mean, he does like the amount of selling that he normally does right. in his, like, like Darren, Chris's acting is like always like pretty good. If, if like elements of camp pervade right
0: throughout,
1: sure. um, which honestly is what I want. I, and really, Hunter Carrington kind yes. of. Yes. Um, I was, gonna,
0: sells I, I was it. gonna say Hunter is very good. Like
1: Hunter and his
0: cat. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking zoom on the cat's face.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna split it between Blaine and Ryder.
0: Okay. Cool. So let's move to the next thing. Um, best number. So Maggie, do you want to run down?
1: Our numbers yeah. are Dark Side by the Warblers with Blaine, Superman by. Writer uh, and Jake what is that? Uh, Rake
0: Rake? Oh, sure yeah, the the couple name, gotcha Jiter. <laughs> the- both those sound kind of weird.
1: Jiter. Mm. then there's Holding Out for a Hero by Femme Fatale and Wallflower. Well, Woman Fierce maybe. Uh, sorry, excuse me, then there's Heroes by Sam and Blaine <laughs> and Some Nights at the yes. end Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I picked Holding Out for a Hero. Out of context, it's way better now that you've brought it up, but, like, man, I love that song. And the choreography is good. Yeah, it's, and... it's a
1: good song. And the choreography is good, and the part with, like, the, like, whip fan yes. is just ingenious. Yes.
0: It's so, <laughs> like, the best part is, normally I feel like I would complain about, like, the weird, like, diegesis, non-diegesis, like, because... Like, like you're saying, she whips the Glee Club and it splits them in half. Like, like she parts the Red Sea of the Glee Club. And it's so good. Like, I don't even give a shit. I don't care if it's real. It's so good. Like, ugh.
1: And all the, all of New Directions is like, whoa.
0: Exactly. Like, I guess, like, to be fair, I did when I watched it the first time, did have the impression that, like, she, like, cracked the whip and everyone, like, scooted their chair to the side. Because, yeah. yeah. But, like. Oh, it's also good. Like
1: it is really good.
0: I just good. love it. What are you yeah.
1: I'm choosing dark side. Okay.
0: I mean, that's also very good. Like like
1: just the whole it's the whole culmination of everything yes. and how there's like glances from Hunter and like Sebastian to Blaine while this is going on like don't you, doesn't this feel so right? Blaine? Well, and that's <laughs> return to the warm bosom of our blazers. Well, and that's
0: one of the things too that's like kind of like Again, it's just so weird that Hunter is like, I'm not even remotely bi curious because there are some real like tense looks. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like
1: Yeah, definitely. He's he's checking Blaine out exactly. Hard.
0: Like and I guess you could argue that's it's like it's from like a mute like a captain standpoint where he's like, Oh, this is good. Like, this will win us nationals. But <laughs> I don't know. It eh, I think he's gay. Yeah. So
1: I well, he's not even remotely by curious, which means
0: he is super gay. Gay as hell.
1: Now, let's um let's close out our podcast business with some slushy ratings. Yes.
0: Uh so I will start us off. I'm going to give this episode half a slushy out of 5.
1: Yes. Nice. I'm giving this episode 0 slushies. See,
0: I I really wanted to give it 0 slushies. Like I really did. I just there's still just a couple little things the, that
1: yeah the the kitty inconsistencies yeah. and like the continuing of this um like bulimia, bulimia body shaming plotline is yes. bad but it's not that big in the episode yeah. um and there's just so many parts that i love yes. that's I, and finn is like tolerable exactly yeah
0: like like we talked about we've already talked about like finn actually does some stuff that works for once um i guess one of the other reasons why i couldn't i didn't feel comfortable giving it zero is that like i don't know why we have the like big dyslexia thing you know like
1: i think we have it because it's a glee always needs some sort of cross to bear <laughs> i mean yeah you're right like that's sort of the point of the show yeah. is to like try to cr- be a crusader yes, and <laughs> in, you know die on the uh, hill for
0: us i get like it's not no, great but, but
1: at least writer plays it convincingly and, and
0: you know they it's not like mishandled i would say so
1: yeah it seems like they actually put some care and thought into that yeah. one so so yeah
0: i mean i think honestly definitely the best season the best episode of the season so far hands down like
1: yeah I would agree. Thus far, best one of the season, yeah. which is um, notably, this is only in Ohio.
0: Yes, that's a good so, point. Hmm.
1: It's and the last episode, like what episode was also? Glee's was all in Ohio. No, no that's yeah, not we right. Had a
0: little bit of Cassie um, tormenting Rachel.
1: But the one before it was all in Ohio for which sure. Is the auditions. There's for been
0: Greece, right. Yeah. yeah yes okay i mean yeah no but you're absolutely right i think
1: i could play teen angel but probably not
0: (laughs) i i agree i think i think i think Glee might have realized that like the new people are actually pretty good like and fun to watch the
1: new people are at least having a fucking good time
0: um (laughs) yeah like i guess i just i don't know i feel blaine like the whole point of Blaine this episode is that he's sad and not fun to watch. You know? Like, mm, like he's depressed sure. and he's really beating himself up. And it's like, yeah, but you know what's fun? Is that, like, I don't know. Marley is discovering a new side of herself about being assertive or something. I don't know. It's,
1: You know what? Okay. But Blaine, like, moodily draping his cape around himself. Is good.
0: No, that yeah. is also very good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> The way that, like, he's dealing with his, uh like, emotional state by dressing as a superhero during the day?
0: Yeah, okay. Well, and I guess that's also part of it, is it feels like Glee was trying to... I'm not sure what exactly their intention was with doing a, quote, superhero episode. If they were, like, trying to, like, kind of lampoon it or just, like, get on the bandwagon, I'm not sure. But it works. Like...
1: Yeah, it works because, like the core the artistic choices of craft in the episode really match the yeah. vibe, which is not usually the case. Yes.
0: Like and I guess maybe that's something that like Glee has been missing for a while is that like if they actually just had like if they actually were willing to just commit to something, maybe they'd be better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They just need to commit to the yeah. bit. 'Cause like that's the thing. They commit to the bit and that's the that's the reason why I'm like maybe they're trying to like lampoon it somewhat. But the thing is it doesn't come off as like funny, it just works. Like (laughs) Yeah. It's just like sort of like cheesy and fun. So, I mean, I know, it's great episode kudos glee
1: yeah uh g- good job the songs were actually were pretty passable in general acoustic as well. heroes like dark side superman holding out for a hero and some nights are all really good <laughs>
0: What, well, maggie i think you missed one there um hmm? any did i anyway no. that's it for this week uh next week we're gonna be back with season four episode eight thanksgiving but in the meantime you can contact us on twitter uh, at S&M hate Glee or email snmhateglee at com. if you have any thoughts about this episode season four earlier seasons anything you want really
1: you can check out our patreon for extra content it's at snmhateglee um and that's the slash you can ser- search that or search sam and maggie hate glee on patreon all most of our patreon donations go to trans law center currently yep. Because even though Unique wasn't in this episode, we care about trans yeah, rights. Even, even
0: though Glee is trying to uh, is ignoring trans people, we don't. Um, That's also right. I think this is the last episode of 2018, Maggie. So happy New Year, I guess. Woohoo! Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, we hey, guess what? We're slated to finish this project this year Na- or yeah, next year. Yeah, I was
0: 2019 we started we were in the middle of season two at the beginning of this year weren't we like wow time flies you know when you're watching glee every week (laughs) and
1: uh i think we're slated to finish somewhere in november okay and uh next next episode i'm pretty sure is uh gonna have let's have a kiki in it and shangela god so (laughs) wait no
0: are you serious it has shangela in it Yes. I'm so excited.
1: And But this is like 2012, Which, Shangela. So yeah, it's not that... like Queen of Dragons, <laughs> Shangela, No, Sam. I know.
0: I understand. But like, oh, especially with season four out now, it's like, man, Shangela. Shangela, though. Anyway.
1: Shangela. Uh, who are you rooting for in elsewhere season four? Because it's Valentina. You should only say Valentina. It's Valentina. <laughs> no. Maggie. All right?
0: I am rooting for the tears of pheromone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. oh no! But listen, like I hate pheromone. <laughs> it's not that I. It's not that I hate her. It's more of that like I sort of revel in the drama and the fact that like Valen- Valentine is just like such a Slytherin. I love her. She so much. She is great.
0: I, um, I am rooting for Trinity though. If yeah. we're gonna be real
1: and and manila oh, of
0: course no manila's gonna win is the thing like i'm rooting for some yeah. of them like yeah. no
1: one you you don't need to root for manila because she's gonna <laughs> right, win
0: exactly like i'm just hoping some of the other queens get a little chance to shine a little bit and then you know manila will win but um anyway that's that's all for this week um we'll be back <laughs> next week to talk about season four episode eight thanksgiving um but until then i've been sam
1: and i've been maggie and we hate glee